it's it started off ugly but turned positive. Rivian shares after the COO left and some numbers fell below expectations in terms of production. Stock started down a couple percent, but now we're higher as the markets climb back. Steve Wesley is with us, the founder and managing partner at the Wesley Group. Uh, Steve, good afternoon. Welcome back to the show. So what do you think about this Rivian comeback today? Look, let's give Rivian credit. They make great vehicles and they've found world-class investors. It doesn't get much better than having Ford, BlackRock, and especially Amazon. And then getting the 100,000 unit order from Amazon is a big deal. That's what sets them apart from the pack. But the EV wars are all about manufacturing. So Tesla's gonna produce a million vehicles this year, but it took them 12 years to get there. Rivian targeted just 1,200 vehicles in 2021 and only sold a little over 1,000. So they're gonna have a tough path ahead. The punchline is Rivian has to fix manufacturing. They've got to ramp up orders. They've got to build out a dealer and sales network and they lost $2.2 billion through Q3 uh, on just 80 million of sales. It's a long way to go to be worth $80 billion. So we'll see how they do, but I think they've got a tough road ahead. Making electric vehicles is tougher than it looks. <laughs> it seems like uh, it's tough, but there's a lot of people going for it. So uh, who can do it the best and roll them off the assembly line at high quality, I guess, uh, will be the subject of 22. I mean, do you think there's still uh some market up for grabs here and what extent because i guess when it comes to the ev leadership from tesla i'd argue that the the trucks are maybe the one place they've got some vulnerability absolutely so let's look at the big picture for 40 consecutive years ford in the f-150 biggest selling vehicle car or truck in the united states every year for 40 years ford's been on top so you've got to ask yourself rivian's entering what I call the biggest smackdown in the auto industry, where you've got the Ford E-150, the Tesla Cybertruck coming in. Full stop here, Ford F-150 has 250,000 orders, Cybertruck, 2 million orders. So Rivian's plowing into the middle of this. Now, if you're an investor, here's what you gotta think about, especially if there's a market pullback in the next year with interest rates and so on. Okay, Rivian's so. Two billion a quarter. So you, you've got to hope that Rivian can raise the ten billion they're going to need to get through the next two three years. Expect consolidation in the auto and trucking sectors. It's going to be a nail biter. That's a huge point there that I wanted to just uh, hammer home is that if we do have a meaningfully different economic backdrop, a good economy where folks can afford to buy these vehicles, but one in which liquidity maybe tightens up, funding gets a little bit harder to come by, which of these companies look the most susceptible to that potential right now, Steve? Well, I think Lucid's going to have a tough time ahead. The market for $100,000 plus vehicles is tough. Rivian's going to need to be very careful about the burn. And then again, they're going right into the toughest competitive sector uh, there is. So you just have to know we're entering an uh, area where I think there's going to be huge consolidation in the vehicle space. Again, at least 20 new companies, a lot of them from China, we can come back to China, are piling into the auto space at a time when, with more and more young people using ride hailing, I think a great consolidation is coming. Uh, I'd be awfully careful to make sure that whatever company you're investing in is as well-funded as Tesla to get through the next few years. Steve, uh 
Is there an example of a combo that makes sense in your mind? Because I'm with you. I think this is going to be a big story for this year. It seems inevitable that uh, there's going to have to be some scale plays made, uh, especially if funding does tighten up to some extent. Uh, who makes the most sense? What's an easy pairing right now? Gosh, in terms of pairing, it's, it's tough. I mean, the big picture is you, you got to give Tesla credit. They sold 970,000 vehicles last year. I think they're going to more than double that this year. And you compare that with everybody else, including GM selling two or three or 5,000 electric vehicles in a year. These other folks are going to have to play major catch-up. I think Ford and GM may be a little late. I think Volkswagen, of the majors you've heard of, are probably best positioned. But I think if you're looking at the auto sector, where you really need to be looking is China. And I hate to say this as an American, but I think the biggest competitors we're going to see are firms like SAIC, BYD, NEO, XPEN, all from China. And there's three reasons for that. One, they have access to lower cost batteries. Two, the Chinese government is providing huge subsidies that keep prices down. And third, these Chinese firms are just moving faster. It took Tesla 12 years to produce its first 100,000 cars. Neo and XPen have done that half the time. So Tesla may be king of the hill today, but we'll see how long they can keep it. The Chinese are coming quickly. All right. Uh, and uh, today, whole group. Uh, getting a little bit of relief. Uh, so trading is one on big up days, but as we've seen, Tesla's stock, a distinct outlier in the group reflecting those fundamentals you described, Steve. And thanks for the thoughts. Appreciate you joining us. You bet. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Steve Wesley is the founder, managing partner at the Wesley Group.